is Train Your Body with Melanie Cole and expert guests from the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. In such a crazy and constant on the run society, it can seem like you're juggling several tasks throughout the day. This may make it seem like your time is focused on others instead of your own. You know you've heard me say before, you have to put your own mask on before you can put on the oxygen mask of those others. If you do not take care of yourself, you will not be able to be the person that takes care of others. And we women, that's what we do. We're the caregivers in society. But do we give ourselves enough of that care? My guest is Dr. Michelle Seeger. She's the director of the Sport, Health, and Activity Research and Policy Center, SHARP, at the University of Michigan. She's also chair of the U.S. National Physical Activity Plans Communication Committee. Welcome to the show, Dr. Seeger. So, you know, when we think about a sustainable exercise motivation for a very long time, what do we women do you think is the most important thing that we are not doing for ourselves to keep this all kind of going so that we're healthy enough to take care of those others? Well, one of the reasons that uh, women especially lose their motivation to exercise, which gets in the way of their self-care, is, and it's, it's not their fault. And I, I actually talk about this um, in a video I just made called Do You Have the Wrong Whys for Exercising? We've been taught to, to really ex- it, um, exclusively think about exercising as a way to sculpt our bodies and lose the weight that we really can't stand. Um, the problem is, is that this contaminates, literally contaminates our motivation for exercising. And so once we decide to do it and do it for a little bit, we, we stop because we, it doesn't make us feel good. We often exercise in ways that don't feel good. And then we, it even can make us feel bad about ourselves. So that absolutely, our motivation just fades right away. But what women can do is if instead of considering physical activity as, as a weight loss and body sculpting tool in the way that you know, society has basically asked us to think about it, it is actually an elixir of life. It's a, it's a tool. It's not a selfish act. It's actually a strategic tool so that we can re-energize and revitalize ourselves and fuel the, the things we care most about in our lives. Okay, so we are, as we said already, the caregivers, and we don't always put our focus on ourselves as we should, and, and we are so into the negative self-talk, Dr. Seeger. We are negative self-talk, you know, absolute geniuses. We can look in the mirror in the morning and say, oh my God, what did I do last night? Look at that butt. Look at that. Oh, the wrinkles around my... You know, we say the worst things to ourselves that we would never think to say to other people. So in that self-care module that we're talking about, should that negative self-talk come jump into the top of the list? We have to address it, absolutely. And in my book, I have a section uh, called Permission, where each individual is given an opportunity to, to assess what, what beliefs have you internalized, are you believing, that are actually driving you to self-talk in negative ways and that are undermining you taking good care of yourself. Um, and it helps people really decide, are are these thoughts, beliefs, and, 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 and negative talk, are they serving me and my life and my loved ones, or are they actually getting in the way? So the thing is, these are hard, these are hard things to change, um, but the, the first step to doing it is to really raise awareness and, 
and come face to face with whether or not you do this. And then if you do, you have to ask yourself, is this something I want to keep on doing? Because we're in charge of our lives. If we don't make these changes, absolutely no one else is going to make them for us. So let's make some of those changes right now. Let's start with that negative self-talk. We have to talk ourselves out of demeaning our own selves. When we wouldn't say that to our worst enemy, we would say that to ourselves. So we have to start our day with what? Positive reinforcement, positive affirmations. Give us another tip to something we can do for our self-care. Sure. So what I ask my clients to do is to consider themselves as the energy center of their whole lives. And, and when you do that, you understand that whether you feel good and whether you're fueled for yourself determines whether you ha- what you have to give to everyone and everything else around you. So I ask people to identify what is it, a need that you have. A, a need. Do you need to feel stronger? Do you need to feel more confident? Do you need more energy or less stress? And then help them identify a specific, if it's not physical activity, a specific self-care behavior that can help them realize and fulfill that need. And once people start to see the links between doing the behavior and having less stress and having a better mood and actually not doing the behavior and and being more stressed and being in a worse mood, it becomes a very, um, it, it uh, reward, uh, uh, um, I'm, I'm not thinking of the word, it will help people reinforce, that's the word, it will reinforce doing the behavior. You know, something that people often do is they think they have to do everything at one time. They think they have to change their diet and, and, and exercise more and get more sleep and start meditating. There's all these messages we get about all these things we should be doing. The problem is we don't have the cognitive capacity to do all these things given all the juggling we're doing already. So I suggest people um, pick a non-negotiable self-care behavior, a foundational behavior that's in uh, the self-care hierarchy that I have in the book. What behavior do you need that if you don't get it, you're going to have a bad day? And for me, that's exercise. I mean, sorry, for me, that's sleep. For my, for my husband, that's exercise. What is it for you, Melanie? For me, it's those two things, actually. It's sleep and it's exercise. Those are pretty much my two top you know, I'm a napper. I do love to take a nap, but, uh, you know, because I'm up so, so early. But if I don't get my at least 30 minutes to an hour on the treadmill, I'm also kind of a monster. So sometimes my kids will be like, Mom, just go on the treadmill already. <laughs> so, That's great. You know, it is. So so that does help me. And I see what you're saying. So we have to, we can't try and do it all, even though we always try to do it all. We try and do the laundry and work a job and get our kids off to school and help them with their homework and drive everybody around and grocery shop and get our husbands to the doctor. I mean, it's exhausting being a woman. So we really only have about two minutes left. What I'd like you to do, Dr. Seeger, is to really wrap this up. Give us your hierarchy, your best advice for women, for self-care, to take care of ourselves, to make sure that we have what we need so we're not so exhausted to give all of those other bits of ourselves to other people. Well, so let's see. So what I want to suggest is that people think about their self-care not as something optional, something that you might do if you have time, but as something that is essential to your daily life. So a self-care behavior, again, 
you have to determine for yourself what is the core self-care behavior that you must fit in to be the best you can be. And consider that as your essential fuel. And then start to notice. I would even track this. You could track this um, on your iPhone. You could Love send the tracking. Automatic mm-hmm. emails. You could send yourself an automatic email every day. Did I do this behavior? And then on a scale from 1 to 10, did I feel energized? Did I feel alive and happy? And notice on the days that you say you do or don't how those numbers change. So we need to start really deeply understanding that when we take care of ourselves, we not only feel happier, we better enjoy and succeed at everything we care most about. That's great, great advice. And tracking it and keeping track of how you feel on the days you don't get those self-care priorities is a great idea because then, as you said, reinforce. It's that motivation that reinforces that good behavior that reinforces that positive self-talk that we need so desperately. You're listening to Train Your Body, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine. What great friends they are of ours here at Radio MD. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. Stay well.